girl. Yes, do it. Pop them ass cheeks. I love porn. I was invited. I was invited. Absolutely, bitch. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Not a fan. I'd rather go eat. Okay, I don't need it. I would like it, though. Never. Ever. Yay! To another episode of Mixed Reactions because I mixed and he's Malcolm. And I'm black and he's Christian. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you gotta be professional yeah. when we got people here. <laughs> I mean, we hilarious. I'm not even gonna say that we try, but that's fine. We, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We just let things happen. This is, I mean, if you think about it, no, never mind. I'm not even gonna shade ourselves like that. But Okay, okay, so how would you shade me? I like this. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, welcome to year two, I guess, yes, of our podcast. Today, this is, today uh, is our official uh, post one year episode. We have. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, we got sound effects. Okay. Well, yeah, we don't have those. We, yeah, we, we. Again, I, the, the shade that I was going to throw to ourselves was we were pretty basic. <laughs> We got to get y'all one of these. Amazon. What is it? Is it like one of those little uh, sound boxes? Yeah. Oh. Can we shop on Amazon right after this? I think I might have it already. All right. So, everybody, we have some special guests. Woo woo. Um, We'd like you to introduce yourselves because who better to introduce you than than yourself? You know everything about you. So, Mm -hmm. go for it, y'all. I will actually introduce... The main man of the hour, the I'm not doing this undisputed. I'm not doing this with you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the undisputed. It's the rogue. No, no, no. It's yeah, it is the rogue. So I am Brandon, also known as the Bay Dot and Haley. I am the, you know, engine conductor of the whole yes. kitten caboodle right now. I'm just playing. And I'm just excited to be here with my wonderful husband and partner, whoop, whoop. Uh, Blair. Uh, first, thank y'all for having us. Um, I'm Blair Dotton Haley, um, creator of the Blairisms and partner one half of uh, Team Dotton Haley. <laughs> I'm excited to be in this button shop. And if the button was my idea. But I should have known better. Yep. You um, <laughs> um, but she didn't. Uh, but I just, you know, yeah. And here we are. And kids. Here we are. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, setting some time out of your busy schedules to sit here and. Oh, they do be busy. I know. They Look, are, we just heard about all the stuff they be into. I don't know if you want to go into. I guess. I guess we could wait till the end of the show, I guess, to kind of get Whatever. to that. Or if y'all want to. This is, this is our goddamn show. We do the fuck we want to. Goddamn it. You're right. Damn right. Damn right. Shit. So, so if you want to go. I just joined. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go into, I guess, you know what you all do. And uh... yeah. So we are the, like, as Blair said, he's the creator of, and I guess I'm the co creator of the Blairisms. Um, so we created 
an apparel and lifestyle movement that is really centered and focused on celebrating Black people, Black culture, um, providing a little bit of inspiration, some reflection, a little bit of laughter and joy into people's lives. And, um, you know, we try to just make sure that people look good when they are you know, protesting out in the streets. So our goal is to outfit the resistance um, and make sure that, you know, people have the the oomph and the the right fits for when they are showing up and showing out for breaking down estab the establishment and, you know, changing the system, you know, the status quo. Um, Blairisms started, I mean, the, the journey to the brand probably started you know in the set in the late 70s when i was born um the, okay. the blairisms are kind of a are a testimony of my life they are the lessons of of um struggle and triumph that i have experienced and have and, and have learned and 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 was given the idea that i should take them uh and instead of just posting them on social media that a, a way to get them out to the world would be to put them on apparel, put them on T-shirts. Right. And so we we kind of adapted this idea of saying it with your chest, so that people can know what what it is that you have gone through, experienced, or want to share with the world without you having to say a word. Right. And that way, you can live in the message, and it can be a constant reminder to you. But you can also in that same way, share the message with somebody else and hopefully share that testimony with somebody else. I always say that your testimony is not for you. It's for the rest of the world to help other people get through whatever it is that you've gotten through. And so um, uh, our dear, dear sister, um, Erica Alexander, uh, coined us brand activists. Mm -hmm. And we, um, we graciously and um, humbly accept that responsibility and that mission and that charge mm -hmm. to represent uh, activism through our brand, through not only its messages, but through our partnerships, through our philanthropy, through our efforts um, to help level the playing field, to help destroy white supremacy, to help provide equity to um, those who have been marginalized and locked out. So we are partnered with a number of different organizations in a number of different efforts to try to, to, to in the efforts to do that. Um, in addition to us having a business that is, um, uh, you know, selling kimonos and, and uh, shirts that say, uh, get into good trouble. And right. Don't high end and, and don't forget to, slavery and fuck slavery and don't forget to be your own inspiration and right. the savage collection. So, you know, we, 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 um, somebody called us the black Macy's and we'll take that too. <laughs> we'll take that too. Um, we try to have a little bit of everything. We try to have a, a little bit of everything for everybody. Um, yeah. Brand, even though the brand is centered and has a centering around celebrating blackness, there are messages for everybody. I don't mean to all live. I'm not gonna all lives matter. Our brand. Right. But right. There is something that everybody can and has found um, in, in at the Blairisms that they've been able to, you know, uh, glean something positive from. Yeah. I mean, the right. Blairisms is a, like we said, it's a movement because when you think about Blackness and Black culture, I mean, we are the foundation of the whole, of the whole world. The whole right? We built it. We built it. We right? built it. The newest, the newest Blairism shirt is we built it. Right. And I'll tell that story in a second. Go ahead, babe. And so 
that's that's why we say that anybody and everybody can come to the Blairisms and find something because we are the foundation and and the knowledge that we try to impart with our family, right? Like the whole of the experience for us is about creating fellowship and creating family. And we, you know, we don't have fans, like we have family, right? And so right. we we try to use the lessons that we learn from our family, the 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 depth of the black experience and all that comes with that to help inspire people. And we know that that um, is something that anybody can benefit from. Speaking of family, shout out to my mama, Toots, mm -hmm. the, 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 the woman responsible for all of any of this that I'm doing, silence, mm -hmm. speaking, any of it. Mm -hmm. um, she, uh, her birthday is today. She turns oh, 61 happy birthday. She turned 61 today. Happy birthday, Mama. Yes, yes. Uh, she and Whitney Houston share a birthday, which is surprising to me at all. Um, oh, I was just talking about Whitney earlier. They are, they, are both, they are both the best to ever do it. So, um, you know, there's, there's that. Um, so, uh, the, I, I mentioned a few minutes ago the newest Blairs, and we built it. So, uh, we got an opportunity recently. Uh, Erica Alexander was given the opportunity to take over Hillary Clinton's Instagram on the anniversary of the Voting Rights Act, which was last Thursday, the 50th anniversary of the Voting Rights Act. And so Erica uh, curated an entire day uh, full of activism and um, uh, politics and celebration and entertainment. And so she brought us on for a 15 minute interview um, to talk about the brand, to talk about brand activism, to talk about our, our uh, journey. Mm. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we learned throughout the day is that there are more people who hate Hillary Clinton that are following her than there are <laughs> that like her, apparently. Uh, so there were... I might be know, one of those people. Really mm -hmm. vile trolls in the comments all day, you know, mm -hmm. just just really like really disgusting just, stuff, saying stuff, yeah. you know, saying all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you and, put them on the internet, it's gonna. Right, and mm -hmm. so as I was talking uh, about uh, redistribution, redistribution of, wealth. of wealth, how you know this watershed moment for the country has to be about more than just changing the tile on your Instagram to black or painting Black Lives Matter on the street. Right. It has to be about a redistribution of power and a redistribution of wealth because power concedes nothing without demand. Mm -hmm. And I also I was talking about how we have to not be afraid to speak about it that way. And someone in the comments said, you need to earn it. <laughs> you know, after having absorbed all of that all, all day and, and shout out to Erica Alexander, not only for curating such an extraordinary day full of such extraordinary people like uh, Ayanna Presley and Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams and Sheila Jackson Lee and William Reverend, Reverend William Barber and Ajanue Ellis and um, uh, I mean just so Tank from Tank and the Bangas and Fairly Mac and Big Frida I mean there were just so many people uh, who, who we love, admire and respect who are represented and she with such grace, um, curated that space for 12 hours with Instagram glitches, uh, trolls in, in the comments, mm -hmm. uh, trouble getting folks on, on just like the trouble we had getting on, uh, right. getting us on and getting yeah. started. I mean, and she just handled it so all great. in stride and with laughter. And I mean, just a, a, a beacon, a model 
of how to handle as somebody who has almost pulled their hair out at, at a fourth of those things. Right. Um, uh, I mean, that's kind of, honestly black women to do that all the time, uh, though. I feel like the thing, right? So, so black exactly. Women. So, shout out to black women for all that they do. Let's go. Um, so, <laughs> we need one of those. I swear to God. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna send you one. Bless your hearts. Um, so one of the things that 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 I, so shout out to her for both doing that, but two, um, we just sent Danielle Young one. She posted on Instagram. She was like, "I got a gift," right. and so she opens and she's like, "These guys," because I heard her. She was doing it with her. She was she going. Was pew, 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 pew. <laughs> And I was like, uh-uh, sis, uh-uh, let me send you one of these. Let me Amazon you one right now. Oh, man. We sent a ring light uh, to Uncle DL and, and his and, and to Erica. You know, they both were looking for, getting on live. Everybody getting on live. And I was watching. I happened to, to fall into Uncle DL and uh, Auntie LaDonna. They were talking to Chris Spencer and his wife. And apparently they had the phone kind of like propped up, propped up, on, up books. on books and a candle. And a, <laughs> we went through the same experience. We went through the same thing when we first started our Savage Chats. So right, like, right. And I turned right over to Amazon. Amazon, nope. So we send them, nope, because no. <laughs> um, I, let me just finish saying, I was saying, shout out to Erica for not only um, creating and providing that space uh, or, or the, the way that she uh, engaged that space, but for giving us the opportunity to be a part of that space. Yeah, it was um, a historic moment. It was a historic moment. It was. It, it's the kind of opportunity that you can't, you can't ask for because it's so unique and so specific and so um you know it's just a it was an it was an amazing thing to be a part of i can't even imagine being a part of something like that to be honest i mean i'm just like this little old me though so you know it's gotta yo there's no such thing as that we're all, <laughs> we're all little old oh yeah i know i just i play i like to play humble and meek i guess a lot so I'm just going to ignore everything that go, you said. Go listen to what Maya Angelou said about humility. Ignore her. She's, she let just me, wants look, attention. Let she me. just wants attention. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> no, I really... No, uh, but I really I enjoy, you know, I'm, I'm, I appreciate, I guess, you guys going through, uh, kind of explaining all that, but I was just going to say one thing that stood out to me was the whole saying it with your chest thing, because... I've also thought about like clothing and apparel and stuff. And I think a lot of people tend to like, you can kind of make a statement without people actually yeah. talking to you, absolutely. you know? That's so that's absolutely say it with your chest. And I mean, so. you get to say it multiple times. And I mean, it's more like mm -hmm. there, there is the part about saying it with your chest, but I also truly believe that if we had to do like a, a split of impact, that there's also there's more impact in wearing something and, and clothing yourself in it yep. and the message that and the impact that that has on you than what you what you give to the world by I mean and that's not to say that it it it, it doesn't matter right but I would also say that the specific messages that we put out are I would say insightful of conversations that really need to be had and I think yeah. that. Black people in particular have been burdened with having to have certain conversations and say and make certain points over and over and over again, like oh, yeah. built it. And I think that one of the things that we hope is that we can allow our people to kind of rest a little mm -hmm. bit when it comes to 
having to verbalize and you know it. it's a lot of muscles that go into That's opening it. your mouth and talking and white people will wear you out oh yeah physically and mentally they will Speak gaslight on. you into slapping the shit out of out of somebody Speak on they it. will devil's advocate their way all the way to yes. hell and yes. we have got to find a way to make sure that we are still getting our point across without having to overexert and wear ourselves out beyond our own capacity because we got to right. still be able to pour into ourselves and our community without having to always handhold and you know carry every single person into you know well reality. we also have to survive white supremacy at the same time right mm -hmm. and we're also while folks are asking for us to teach them things that are googleable right. Right. We're also having to make sure we get home safely when we leave to go to the store. Right. Like, they want to pick our brain, but not make sure we get home okay. They're things that, that we have to endure and think about and consider that some people's lives, their lives are never even impact. They don't even, they're not even ever a thought. No. Nope. They, they don't even have an inkling of understanding of what living in black skin is like, yeah, given sure. all that we have to 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 consider, endure, suffer, mm -hmm. combat, and thrive, defend, right. and mm -hmm. still and still and still we are uh, an, an an excellent a people of excellence. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's I mean, extraordinary sure. is is an understatement. Completely an understatement. Yep. <clears throat> All right, Christian. Uh, no, I'm just messing. You, you gave me a look. I don't know why, but anyway. Oh, because I hate you. That's uh, let me let me do what I want to. Okay. No. My show too, even though I am a sidekick. Get your life. Me and Christian is kind of like a bad marriage. We just fuss and yell at each other pretty much the whole time, and then two seconds later, we're going out to eat. So. <laughs> Because you know, actually I'm just sounds like marriage. You're right. <laughs> they say that actually just sounds like marriage. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It is generally what that is. Yeah. All right. So mm -hmm. we've done uh, we we've Imagine. done the, mm -hmm. the the talk about the Blairism as a company and a brand. Mm -hmm. Did you want to continue conversing about the Blairisms, or is there something on your heart that you just want to get well, out? Yeah, I mean, we also got because like, the, the thing about the Blairisms is that we continue to evolve it. And so we've kind of in in being in quarantine right now have recently started the Savage Chat series, which mm -hmm. was inspired by the Savage Collection that we launched um, as a way to celebrate, uh, you know, cultural icons, but also kind of just inject a little bit of joy and some humor into what's going on right now. And the I Savage like those shirts too. Born kind of out of that. And what, what's great is that it also sparks a great conversation that needs to be had about the plurality that exists within all of us in those mm -hmm. intersections where each and every one of us has the capacity for savagery and ratchetness and classy, classy and, and bougie. And, you know, we we have been having such a great time with the Savage Chats. I mean, we really started time. off like the first show or the first episode opened up with Shia McKinney from uh, The Neighborhood, and we had Erica Alexander. We've had every single member of In Vogue. Mm 
Yeah. As uh, of yesterday, nice. at every member of it, well, not every member, every member of the current group. <laughs> the current lineup. The current lineup. Current, you know. You know, I'm just, I want to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> no, then the current lineup, That's and I true. want to make sure, because Dawn and Max are still involved. Hey, Dawn and Max, if y'all want to come on the Savage Chat. We would love to have y'all. We would love to have you. We would love to have um, you. But, I mean, it's really um, evolving, and we, cool. you know, continue to see where it takes us um so please check out the savage chats for everybody listening chats. you can watch um, them on our ig um on, on our ig at the, uh, at the blairisms we have two today yes god and these are <sighs> you know what's great is that we get to do them with some of our family and yeah, friends who are also savage. just savages <laughs> but we yeah. in is starting the series we've connected with so many people who we would love to be able to sit down and kind of give their flowers, give them some flowers and, you know, have a moment to celebrate them and kind of speak to what's going on in the, in the world and get their take and their perspective. Um, so today we actually have uh, Dr. James West and his daughter, Ellington West, who is, oh, I love Ellington. Uh, you know, Ellington is amazing. One, Do you? But, so Dr. James West is a world-renowned inventor. Um, he invented the electric microphone, which is in this iPad that we are sitting on right now. Probably um, in our microphone right now. That my, yes, he yeah, definitely. Um, and his work and research at Johns Hopkins has led to uh, the creation of a, a, a new company, actually, that Ellington has, you know, co-founded and spearheads. Um, and uh, Sanavi Labs is basically cre has created a, a device that you can put up to your chest and it identifies uh, lung abnormalities in under 30 seconds with the same accuracy as a physician. And like, it's mind blowing the kind of work that we're doing. And, you know, I'm excited to be a part of the team as Ellington roped me into being uh, the chief business development officer uh, for the company. So it's, it's exciting because we have a lot of work to do because I've learned so much about the disparities in healthcare um, mm -hmm. at the local level, at the global level, uh, in much more depth uh, than I already understood just as a black person in America. Um, mm -hmm. But being a part of a team that is extremely diverse and, you know, we get just the... <sighs> Child. The child, right? It's, it's so surreal. Uh, it is so surreal. Like he was trying to keep himself from shade. He was trying, no, 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 no. We can, edit, we can edit this out. He told us we could edit it out. I don't need that. Child. But no, I mean, the, the thing is that we are, uh, I mean, it's a small team, but we're, you know, building a global health company. And that comes with <laughs> so much stress and so many different uh, perspectives. And, you know, we're really uh, on some next level shit that I'm excited about. Um, but it's all kind of in line with what we're also doing with the Blairisms in terms of trying to level the playing field and create a space for people to heal and to be better. And we don't want anybody to go without. And I think that's the ultimate goal for us uh, is just to make sure that everybody's got what they need. I understand that, that, that sentiment. I think... Um... I've got some some business development things going on and ultimately with the the company that we want to build that is what our goal is mm -hmm. um, it is to enable and empower people to live the life that they want to live without having to worry about everyday stresses that are necessary so 
you know, any 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 steps that we can take as a people to make the lives of others better, I support. Yeah, be it through laughing, entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, consoling, just being an ear to listen to. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause a lot of the a lot of the reason I started this podcast with Malcolm was is, um, when you talked about the the plurality of a person being of mixed heritage, you live that life every day. You have to you have to look at a perspective in multiple. You have to look at a topic in multiple perspectives because of the way that you've grown up you aren't given that that privilege of just having one viewpoint in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. So I think it makes you, it forces you to try to be, it forces you to be more empathetic towards others in most cases. Sometimes, you know, no, no, when, especially when you get mixed but... with the whites, you just, I mean, the whites. Intersectionality is a uh, it's a thing. I mean, and Absolutely. especially I mean, for you, Christian. I mean, I've known you for goddamn almost old. twenty years. Goddamn it, I y'all old. We are. Oh, at least I am. You I don't know who's saying y'all. Oh, I mean, and like you know, child, the <laughs> the level of growth that we have both undergone and in terms of understanding our own identities and and stepping into that i think you know it is it is something for everybody to experience right like i think that everybody should take the journey of self-discovery and really delving into all of the layers and the multifacets um because as you just mentioned you know just being mixed race it, it comes with its own set of perspectives, but then when you layer in sexuality and geography and, mm-hmm. you know, just like all, like all kinds of things kind of play into how you then end up seeing the world and then mm-hmm. what you end up doing with that. And, and I think that when you, go th- when you go through life and come to a place where your goal is then to be a healer and to create a space for healing and for people to connect and to, you know, be better. You've done something good. So yeah, I, I, I applaud. And yo, I'm here. We not, you said this is audio, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> listen, I got a lot going on and I'm, I'm trying to take care of a bunch of things at one time, but I'm listening. I'm, I'm oh, no, no, no. We tell oh, there's so much going on. If honestly, during every episode, I'm over here on Twitter looking at stuff and oh, Chris is probably yeah, doing I'm stuff on his phone. So <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep on drinking. Absolutely. We Look, support it. Look, cheers. Where's my camera? Bam. <laughs> if, if you were here, like we usually do it in my apartment, um I have snacks. So we have snacks and we have drinks. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to be taking a tequila yeah. shot, but somebody was slacking. So I am gonna need a snack though in a little bit. I know, we can take a break. So how much time, I guess, do you all have? Because we don't want to, like, make you rush or anything. No, no, no. I mean, we're, we're good. How much time do y'all need? Whatever. The I conversation is yours. However you want to continue okay. the conversation, it's, it's okay. your we can, we can We can we can do a, another 30 or so more minutes. Okay. Okay, cool. Awesome. That's cool. Because, uh, like I said, we do... The, the only thing with that is that... Uh, the rants and raves section—that's when you when you oh. talk about the things that you 
you loved or hated about the week. Sometimes those discussions can go on for a whole nother episode themselves. So <laughs> if we want to actually go into that, we can, but I don't know. It's just because it, it's your lead. This, like I said, the show is a conversation. It's just to get on your spirit, on your heart out. Just to have, it's a real. Well, I got a few things I can rant and rave about. Hey, if you want to go into that, we can. Because let me tell you what. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know where he's going. She Let's normally go. grinds my gears. Shit. You, <laughs> America. Like, America? Fuck you. <laughs> all of that out. We have that sentiment quite frequently. It's pretty much every episode. Yes. We talk <laughs> no, about the hatred of patriarchy, right. misogyny, sexism. It is a thing that wears on supremacy. you. It is. And especially how, how things are being handled right now by America dealing with this COVID stuff. Like, I don't understand why it feels like the people who are in charge, quote unquote, in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. they feel like it feels like they don't care about the people. It's just Even like it feels like you mean that they don't. No, no, no. That's the, that's the thing, right? Like we've got to stop pretending that people like Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and like and those are just the for, the front facing portion of the I guess kind of like the, the systemic depravity. But there are people who literally do not care about what happens to black and brown lives. There are people who still think that we are ignorant monkeys swinging from tree to tree, house to house, like who just don't deserve much else but prison. And And the reason why they keep thinking that way is because it doesn't affect their top dollar. Like it's not hurting their pockets any. So the sad part is it actually does, right? Because they what what what's ultimately at play here is this like capitalism is a it's a disease in a lot of ways because it it makes people think that there's a scarcity of resources on this planet and and there there just isn't, right? Like we have enough resources to provide people with the things that they need so that way the kind of capitalistic and entrepreneurial endeavors that people want to pursue just for their own life. Like, cause you know, for our own livelihoods, most people want to do something that contributes to the betterment of society, or at least they want to kind of do something to take care of themselves. Right. Like yep. what, what capitalism unfortunately teaches us is that there is a scarcity of resources and that we have to, in order to ensure our success, we have to, make sure that no one else around us succeeds. We have to beat out all of the competition and put them out of business because there is there aren't enough customers out there for us all to be successful. Well, the other part of that too is though, because capital, capitalism sets up um, uh, survival mm-hmm. based on wage labor, um, people are often kept from uh, engaging their passion right. because their passion won't feed them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there there is this idea. I mean, Karl Marx talked about uh, reason for being raison d'etre, mm-hmm. that capitalism does not allow for people to reach or to attain or to um, mm-hmm. to uh, to realize because capitalism keeps you in in this kind of rat race for what's called daily reproduction, making sure right. that you have water, mm-hmm. food, shelter. shelter, those kinds of things. And so. I mean, there are people who have passions, talents, gifts, but if you don't have, if you're not in the 
top 1% of folks who are, you know, it's just like places like the NBA. Of, I, I, we don't even need to go there. Mm. As a, a t-shirt brand, mm -hmm. the, the probability that our brand would break through and get any kind of like visibility on a national level or international level was, I mean, little, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a needle in a haystack yeah. mm -hmm. in terms of the probabilities of it happening. Mm -hmm. And so like, we're still awed by what has happened with the Blairisms in a short period of time, because we knew, I mean, we didn't expect any of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When, did, we, when were y'all established? December of 2016. 2016. We, we, okay. we opened, we launched December 26th, the day after Christmas, 2016. Yep. yep. Nice. We, put, we had, so one, we had not actually sampled or received a sample, I should say, uh, when we launched the shirts. Um, we just basically put six designs that we mocked up and there was nothing connected to them on, in terms of like on the site. Like if, all of the people who supported us literally on that first week of pre-orders that we did, because you know we didn't necessarily have capital, so we didn't right. you know go out and like design shirts, print them, and then you know put them up on the site and then try to sell them. Right? Like we basically designed some sh shirts, put them on a website, and said, "Hey, who wants to buy one of these?" And mm -hmm. then we took all that money and then went and made the shirts based on what people wanted to buy. It was a very uh, proof of concept type of way of production. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But what was interesting was that we we did it because we we did it that way because one we didn't like I said we didn't have the resources to go out and print a whole collection of clothes in different sizes and you know crew necks and V necks and all mm -hmm. that. And so we tried. tried to figure out what was the best way to to see what people want and to see if they even want what we've got to sell. Right. Um, yeah. So we said, hey, look, if we put this up and people buy, if we get 50 shirts sold within this first week, then we'll see how we can figure out how to keep it going. Right. And in that first week, I think we sold a little over 200 shirts and it was a great but overwhelming experience because we then had to figure out how to produce and ship 200 plus shirts orders yeah. and 200 sure. you know to fulfill 200 plus orders um in a very quick period of time because you know customer service 101 is you got to make sure the customers get their shit <laughs> you got to make people get their stuff so we what was great was that we set it up so that we could kind of take and do the pre-orders and we found a couple of local printers that were able to quickly turn the shirts around so we were able to at least start getting people their shirts shipped out i think about two weeks after uh, people don't, so what i've told people that when we launched yeah. i told people on the on the day after christmas you would have your stuff by mlk right right so that's so we did it as kind of a we, we set the site up the day after Christmas and then took it and basically like stopped taking orders for, you know, after right a week. After New like we did like 10 we days did 10 of days. orders we did 10 days. and then stopped and then fulfilled all of way, those. You know, we were printed. in the 10 days, we were working with our vendors to figure out, you know, who was going to take which. We picked two vendors, yeah, two vendors you know, right. to split up the 100, you know, the 200 shirts so we didn't overwhelm one particular, like one right. person or another. Right. Um, 
and then Ooh, <laughs> right. Whoa. I'm sorry, y'all. No, I just no. flashed. Yeah, because no, we got so all the time, we got all the shit. <laughs> and listen, here's here's what I'm let me, pack I, them up, man. I'm so listen. I'm so glad this shit became successful. Because <laughs> all that work. Listen, man, we almost, we, I, I swear to you, that first, we killed each other first I looked at him at one point when we were packaging up shirts, I said, bae, I'm going to finish packing, packaging, you go in the room and figure out how we never have to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, like, we probably need some time away from each other right now, too. Right. You go in the other room, yeah. figure out how we never yeah. have to package another shirt again. I mean, we That's were trying funny. to create a brand and an experience we were, that people like. We, we were tying, tying ribbon, on top, ribbon on top of <laughs> the, the damn shirt. We mean, wanted they, people to like open up their package and have a, a brand, a, an experience that made them want to shop with us. And so, yes, thankfully. We over, overshot thankfully, that first go around. We had a good problem. Yeah. Speaking of good trouble, yeah. we had a good problem. So we got Ooh. the first round out. And God bless, God bless Blair, because our printer died. Oh, yeah. um, so we were printing, you know, we had a print, like we were printing out labels and slapping them onto the packages. Like we were, and then we had it all set up. So basically, we could just take these pre packaged, you know, pre set packages to the post office and say, here you go. You're right. But like five, maybe 10 orders in of the 200, the printer died. Oh, and my God. It, like it was like so i had to sit i had to go i went to the he was he had to go out of town for work right and i he dropped me off with all of the packages at the post office <laughs> yep. and the the guy at the post office was like i'm gonna close this line so i'll have you and the other person will take the line mm -hmm. but i had to write you i had, had to write, write all the labels. all of the labels no. out oh. at the counter so i ended up standing there for about three hours Oh no! Y'all talking about being it like, It was like it was, I was there from like eleven to about like two thirty, two thirty. Yeah, it was like eleven to like two thirty. Yeah, um, writing out, handwriting the labels and the return, like because mm -hmm. we had to write. I I didn't want to just write out the sent, the shipping label. I had to put our return address. Yeah. Every, and I had to do it from a sheet that we had mm -hmm. exported from the from you know from our from the, the where people would <laughs> the order. So I had to match up right addresses, addresses, names, orders. orders. I was pulling the mm -hmm. sheets yeah. out of the thing. Yeah, we had it was done our best to was make sure that all the packages had like at least a slip that had the you know person's name, right? The, 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 order, the, the address, the address. Make sure the products we, were right. And of course, I was like, because this was the first ship out, I'm like, my anxiety about it has me like rechecking the shirt size while I'm before, right. before I, so I'm, that's taking more time at the, yeah, it was a, it was an experience. It was an experience. Yeah. I mean, again, looking back at it now, um, knowing what, you know, they say that hard work yields results. Right, right. Um, I I know more probably than anybody how much work we have put into this endeavor. I mean, and I'm talking about mm -hmm. early mornings, late nights, mm -hmm. you know, no sleep, half right. sleep, up, you know, like 
we just, did a relaunch of the site a few months after this child. and child. had contracted with someone who we like we want like you know uh-uh. edit this part out too <laughs> <laughs> here we go we more talk. editing what? Well, i was just gonna say like what ended up happening more is editing. We just ended up having so much more because, like, when you're we had planned and you know, kind of scheduled a launch and ended up having so much more work to do than we, we had anticipated. a lot of work to do. And we were up to like three, four o'clock in the morning creating products for a launch. Like, I was on the road and Blair was at home, and we, it was Child. man, it was a whole it was a lot, whole move. it was a lot, <laughs> it was a lot. Oh lot, man, dude. it was a lot. It was a I lot. You, black a... businesses go through it, and what ends up happening, yes. and what we end up dealing with now, is Child. more frustration from people who expect for us to operate at the same capacity as an Amazon, Amazon or like Walmart. Walmart. Like, but why? Right. Why? How, you, go, how come, come I can't? You know, like they look at the. Why you don't have overnight shipping? But but also but also don't want to pay for shipping, right? Right. I was about to say a lot of people don't want to pay for that. Right. No. 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 no they I'm wanna, clear. Like, oh, they that part I'm clear about. Wanna, have overnight shipping, but they also want a free promo code that gives them free shipping. And so right. they want us to be able to turn a product around and like get it out to them literally the next day. Please edit all of this. At the co- <laughs> no, it's I'm not rant, I don't. I'm not ranting about the customer oh. about about folks because because yeah. here's the thing, right? Like there are often times when. Uh, uh, let's see. What time is it now? It's two. Post him at four when we get on mm-hmm. with Jim. Mm-hmm. With Chester. With them. Six yeah, two. like there's a... We, we <laughs> Sorry. We I'm, appreciate I'm, all of the support. Of and like, we just want people to be more realistic about yeah, and understanding about like like there's a so for example there's a global pandemic right, right. like and social unrest going on there's social that unrest that has been happening to a major city so the and and I'm not sure if if I'm the only one reading about the underfunding of the post office but lots of there's lots of conversations about the post office being overwhelmed and underfunded and understaffed yep. and a whole lot of them. and so when people email us when I get emails yeah don't edit this out when I get emails <laughs> when I get emails about like that say, hey, I know there's a pandemic and I know that there are delays, but my package was supposed to be here two days ago. Where is it? I, I'm kind, I'm confused. Yeah, right? I'm confused because I don't understand because you just answered your own question. Right, and you I can under- see in the tracking, and you can see in the tracking. That's the other part of it. People, please listen. Let me just, I just need to be clear. <laughs> I just need to be clear. Once our vendor has made and shipped your product, which we do as quickly as possible, which we do as quickly as possible, and right. you get a notification saying it has been shipped. I got nothing. Once that happens, I literally the shipping the the people who who are the shipping wing of that USPS or UPS, they have your package regardless of what they're telling you. Right. If you have seen that your package has been scanned five or six times by UPS or USPS, I promise you, I don't know where it is. Right. It's out of your hands at that point. I've had people, I swear, if I was, if I I promise you, I'm not being, I'm not being hyperbolic. Mm -hmm. We have people 
who reach out to me, who I've who've reached out and said, well, my tracking says it's at the post office around around the corner from my house, but I haven't gotten it yet. Can you help? <laughs> Tell them girl. to go hunt down the post the post lady or the postman. Girl, go to the post office. <laughs> yeah, talk to them. You can't even do that. You just got I've also we've also had people who I've said I've said to them, listen, there's a pandemic. Here's an example of somebody else's tracking. Look mm -hmm. at what they dealt dealt with. Their package was sitting from June 30th to July 12th with no movement. No scan, no nothing. Two weeks, no nothing. So they thinking, oh, it's lost. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And USPS or UPS are telling them, oh, well, we don't have it. We don't know where it is. Check this. Contact the seller. Contact the seller. Contact the seller. So I'm, I am like emphatic with people that I promise you it's going to show up. Right. I promise you we're seeing... I promise you, you're not the only email that I'm getting about delays like this. They probably then, ain't emailing Amazon like that either, though. Like, of course not. <laughs> and then I promise you, it's gonna show up. I had somebody tell me, "Oh well, um, I, I, I'm sure it's not gonna show up, but I'll wait a little bit longer." Two days later, <laughs> I see an Instagram post with them with, with it, their yeah. products. They, now, mind you, they have not reached back out to us to say, I'm sorry. We got it. Hey, we, or, no, I don't even need an apology. Right. I don't even need an apology. <laughs> I don't even need an apology. But at least if you rung my phone to tell me that it was coming or that you had not gotten it mm -hmm. and you, and I'm telling you it's coming and you just said to me, I'm sure it's not. Right. Please let me know it came. Right. So give me a tag had, or something, you know, I've acknowledge. It happened now numerous times where folks are like, oh, I'm just sure it's not gonna come, it's not gonna come. And then a day or two later, voila. It's there. Surprise. Here it is. Surprise. I promise you, I don't you know. I, I, I do want somebody, your money, but I'm not trying to steal your money. If somebody would have said that to me, I would have been like, thanks for the donation. <laughs> trying to swindle nobody. You know I, I order stuff and forget I ordered it and be like, ooh, I got something. Right. I had somebody say, well, I'm inclined to believe you. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> they done got this from the Karens. They done hung out with the white people too long. No, no, no. And they take a uh, old shit. This and it's like, girl, I understand was, you. This was a brag. This was That's a brag. Since the pandemic and George Floyd, you know, and we've been dealing, yeah, like, go we've ahead. gotten a lot more notice and or attention from, you know, the Karens and the Brads, and like, we got a lot more attention, and we were featured in the Ooh. Huffington Post, and, oh you know, got a great, um, you know, feature there that has just, like, blown us out the water, right? Like, we have seen so much traffic to our site, and What's been interesting is that uh, you cannot believe I'm still stuck. I'm <laughs> we, I am so glad we are not on camera. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all I'm glad we're not on camera. Have mercy. It's but I mean, at the same time, you know, like where they been, you know, and we like we we know that we we have, like we said earlier, we have a collection, we have products that are for everybody. And we just want for everyone to 
you know, really take a deep look at the whole of the situation, right? To mm-hmm. look at not only the fact that we are a small Black business, we are also in the middle of a pandemic. We are putting extra costs to make sure that people get their products as quickly as possible. We're doing the best that we can as as a business owner. Like, that's right. our goal, right? We're business owners just like every other business owner you know who is just trying to be a success. A success. So if anything, we just rant and rave about the fact that people don't always respect the hustle and right. they can just, you know, you know, appreciate patience as a patience. person. Right. The main complaint I get about, and I don't want to like talk about black people because, you know, black people get talked about a lot. But the main complaint that people get from black people is that like when they're ordering things from their friends that they're always asking for discounts. They're always asking for, yeah. like, you know, that doesn't even like, bother me. Here's, here's, right. here's the thing. You know, what? You, much, yeah. it at, people asking for discounts does not bother me because I would you. rather mm-hmm. you ask me for a discount and support mm-hmm. than be watching everything happening or, or be one of these folks who haven't bought a thing, but want to be in every comment section talking about how proud you are. There are ways that makes sense. Yeah, no, I would rather you know I don't I don't I don't want to count people's pockets, mm-hmm. but I would rather you say to me, hey, can I get fifteen percent off, twenty percent off, and you spend you 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 you're able to buy one of our t-shirts, than go three or four years, mm-hmm. never buy nothing, and and not having supported. So I rather I mean I'm not I'm not that doesn't right. bother me. Go ahead and make a quick twenty uh, percent off code for them. Be like, there you go. You know, and that's what's interesting is that like there are there are ways that people go about it, and it's all about intention and energy, right? Like, there's a way in which people who like that we've had people come at us like, look, I want to buy a bunch of stuff. Is there a way? You know, I want to buy a bunch of stuff for the family. Is there a way that we can, you know, can, can I get a little discount something? Right. Because you know that's gonna help me out, help me to buy more. Yeah. And then there have even been times. And this happened not too long ago, like in the midst of this pandemic, where you know somebody hit a, like made a purchase and oh, then yeah. hit us up and was like, hey, she was like that she wanted a refund, I and I thought it was a, we were like, is it know, a product defect or something? She was like, no, I have a just lost. I just I, got I'm, laid I'm off. worried about my job. I'm, I I just got laid off, and now I need every dollar I can get. And so I said, of course, sis, keep the mask. Mm-hmm. Well, keep the mask, and here's right. your money back. Mm-hmm. Well, here's your money back, and keep right. the mask. And so, I mean, there's a there's a there's a way in which we as a people, black, white, brown, whatever, can support each other and in fellowship and in the endeavors that we're trying to pour into, right? Because we we created a t-shirt company because we wanted to give people something that they could wear could live in, wasn't going to break the pockets, and still enable them to support us as a business. Our goal is to grow as a business so we can support, like, we've got people who work for us now, so we, you know, paying people bills. Like, that's how businesses are supposed to grow and how this whole thing works. Our economy is set up in that way, and what we just hope is that more people will, um, you know, treat their friends and family's businesses just like they treat you know the grocery stores and the safeways and the targets and the walmarts and the, like the apples and stuff like they they shop these large companies and these big brands like nike because they have you know the name recognition. right the name recognition but the people whose names and the, the actual people you know and mm-hmm. whose faces you can recognize 
when they start a business, they also need that same support. And if, and if, you know, if it's a quality issue that you're concerned with, like if you go to one of your friend's businesses and they aren't producing to what you believe they could, you can say that to them. Right? Yeah. You should, be, you, you should be, you know, because that helps them, that helps grow, them grow and, get and better. they may not even know. Like, so for example, because of, so we, we talked a lot about our production model, right. Mm -hmm. In talking about like how we started, right? right. When we first started, that story I told about us packaging, we did see every shirt in that that we packaged then. Yeah. Now we don't see any of the shirts that before go out go before out. they go out right. because they're printed by somebody else somewhere else mm -hmm. and they go out from somewhere else directly to the customer. So yeah. if you get a misprinted shirt or the wrong shirt or what have you, like I didn't it's do not that. a personal, like we didn't look at it misprinted and say Girl, we're gonna her. stand, we're gonna still <laughs> say right. Fuck your money, we're gonna still right. send you this fucked up shirt. And here's the thing: I have jumped in the shit of our vendors mm -hmm. for sending out stuff because my question to them is. Who do you have quality checking that right. something like this went out, right? Who do you so, my brand? So just understand that often that there are some times where the assumptions that people make about what is or isn't happening behind the scenes of a business may be inaccurate. And formulating how you engage the customer service of that business based on the assumptions you've made about the business may have you like unnecessarily being aggressive. Let me just say this one other thing, this thing that people, that some people wanna do where when they have a problem with black business, they say to the black business, I was trying to support a black business. Right. Mm -hmm. Fuck you with that shit. Let right. me just be clear about it. Don't edit this out. <laughs> Fuck you with that shit. <laughs> Fuck you with that shit. Right. Because that means that you were doing it for you. Right. That means that this is about your better. ego right. and not about actually being supportive of a cause or a mission or of of the community. Yep. So sorry yeah. about that. Well, I'm a, I have one small retort to that. Please. Come on, please. Because I I try to support, I, I buy black whenever I can. Yeah. But there are some black businesses who expect you to be treated like shit because you are also black. Oh, no, no, no. And y'all are not the ones situation. who are doing right. that. Yeah. And here's my point is you deal with people on a case by case basis. Oh yeah. Right? Do not I've gotten I've gotten that line in a first email to me. I've gotten my packages late. I was trying to support a black business. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What does that got to do with anything? Wait, 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 wait. You know what I mean? I USPS is not a black business. Right? <laughs> USPS is the reason why your package is late. The support of the black business is not why your package is late. So I'm not at all excusing. Right. It, it, there are there are bad behavior practices, but there are bad behavior practices across just just like even outside of black white on white crime. We yeah. don't talk about bad white business. Right. We talk about the fact that we don't Waffle House and Thank you. Folks don't and folks, you know what else folks don't do? Folks don't have one bad white experience and then don't want to support any white businesses. Right. Folks don't want to bucket this this idea of, well, you know, I tried I'm never to, going to bed yeah, I'm like, you know, again. All right. All right. right exactly. So, you know, that's all that's all I'm saying. But you know what? That also goes in the conversation of people being 
educating and wanting to educate themselves on supply chain no, and that's not going to how happen. business works and it's, gonna do that. if Nobody you doing that if you i can understand if you have an issue working directly with somebody then you can say hey you fucked up my business right you you know you fucked up this relationship whatever it is but when you're dealing with people a situation where you have multiple steps within you getting your product, you can't just blame the business at the end of the day because once they pass it off to somebody else to deliver somebody to you, else's it's issue. not your unless they're delivering it to you directly, you can't complain about the service being late. Right. Shit. Now y'all I mean if only if only if only rational thinking was I mean people are people get here's the this is what's been been bittersweet about it for me, right? Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fervor which with which people want to get Blairisms to their house and to mm-hmm. their bodies, right? Like I appreciate the the intensity in which people have planned out their birthday outfit or their anniversary outfit or their Saturday for this party outfit or what have you to include us in it. We we are grateful for the 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 forethought that it takes to integrate us into your lives and into your wardrobes. But at the same time, until we are able, and you know, our dear sister Erica Alexander has a vision for how we could take this where we don't have to have a third party vendor. Mm-hmm. Until we hit that point though, allow, allow us some grace as we navigate through circumstances that are often and sometimes beyond our control. Now, if you sit, if 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 there's a customer or a, a Blairism supporter that can say that they reached out to us and were reaching out to us and didn't hear back, and we took we never we didn't respond. There, there are places and websites that I've seen people send their money to, and months have passed and they don't hear anything. They don't hear a response back. They don't hear a call back. They don't hear nothing back. And that has never been our uh, way of, of functioning. Mm-hmm. So um, that's never been how we function and it won't be how we function. And so like, like shit happens. Right. We are committed to making sure you get what you paid for and get quality, high quality and value for your money. But we also can't control everything. And so we we want to be able to work with customers and vendors to, to make sure that people get what they want on time. Yeah, y'all just made me like dread customer service in general again, because I um, that's basically what I know. did growing up throughout high school and college. And now I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with the general public anymore. It's, I get it. It's a mix. Like you, you always gonna have people who are going to be good and and bad. The the negative experiences often come to the forefront because you have a stronger emotional reaction to it. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the comments that you're going to get are probably going to be positive. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. try to, you have to retrain yourself to focus on those things. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. We like we're just talking about a few of the experiences that we've had right. recently, but like. The majority of our customers are the right. family, like we said. I mean, we we have such a great time um, with this and with this brand because of how much joy it brings to people and how much they really like show up and show out. Like we have yeah. seen some incredible 
fashion spreads with Blairisms and like Cynthia Arrivo did this amazing like dope editorial shoot with us with the color purple savage shirt um i mean we've had some really awesome experiences with the with the clothes and with the products and and we're just excited to see where it goes from here you know mm -hmm. yeah and oh one thing with the support thing that you had mentioned earlier mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um even if you can't if you can't financially support the business that you want to support you can like like share subscribe all friends throw out it don't take bring business to, do to your friends exactly i think that's the biggest thing if you can't support financially bring business to your friends from somebody else who can right do that for you if you can't do it i share y'all share shit all the time from people on yeah. on like straight yeah. shit just comes across your facebook and it's like oh my god i need this in my life and did you buy that no but you liked it and you shared it so why can't you do that for your for your friends we share random ass memes oh uh, you know what's so interesting to me? Fighting. What's so interesting to me as someone who who has a a, a pretty large Facebook platform um, in terms of numbers, I've had things go viral that are the, the some of the most like really that got ten thousand shares. Mm. Could I post something of of my business and y'all share it ten thousand times, please? Right. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, one of the things I started doing, I don't do it anymore. I just ignore. But I started responding to my to people who would inbox me, make this go viral with my website. Make this go viral. <laughs> but we, we can somewhat relate is that we've had friends that they say, oh, I support the show, but you don't you don't mention it to anybody else. True, you don't. don't. You won't post it. If we post something, you're not going to repost it. So we understand that kind of concept. No. I do get some likes from friends, but I would like if they retweeted it. But, you know. Hey. I have to get on Twitter. We, yeah. we, we are on the Twitters. I honestly, I'm terrible. I mean, I'm on that, but I don't tweet. I am terrible on all the platforms. We are too. Yeah, no, it's like it's literally the least yeah. amount of effort yeah. for the I show have, on Twitter. I have a whole, we hired somebody yeah. to help us to to help us because because the business kind of survives based on social media. So yeah. we go yeah. one day. We go find a sponsorship. We going We want to be like y'all when we grow up. Mm -hmm. Stop it. <laughs> That's what we working on, trying to get a sponsorship. Uncle Nearest, if you can hear us, we would love to fit. I want some keyhole shirts to show off the titties. You're trying to show off boob girl. I want everybody. That's what I want our shirts to be printed in. A keyhole shirt, show off your titties. <laughs> For oh, men man. and women, keyhole shirts, okay. show off your titties. Well, good. Let's do it. Don't take it. That's trademark already. <laughs> we copyrighted that design, all right? <laughs> all right collaborations Christian, you know let's do it Kristen, do you have any rants or raves i don't know if you want to do yours um, too or... i want to rant and rave about wap yes let's go because that's me that was one of mine too um are y'all familiar with the wap familiar <laughs> so we know megan and this, this this song um Megan bodied her. I'm sorry. I know it's a Cardi song, but Megan bodies you on your own goddamn song. I mean, <laughs> like themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you I mean I look what I will say is that the song is a bop and okay. I, I, I won't say that Megan's verse is hotter than Cardi's or vice versa I think that they both killed the song hey and everybody's entitled to their opinions right. you if you like Cardi's more than Megan's more power to you if you like Megan's more than Cardi's if you like them equally hey as long as you support the goddamn song that's it. There's a lot of space for everybody in the community. So I'm very proud. The video was beautiful. They looked amazing. Except for college. She could have went away, but okay. I mean, the outfit was cute. You cut a head off. The outfit was cute. I'm excited. The outfit was very cute. I, I really like the cameos, except for Kylie, because the thing is, she was just there for... The Jenners and the Kardashians are so good at social media and getting the word out. Yeah. I, Why would the, you not want her in your video? Exactly. I think that's the only reason that she was there. Yeah. I mean, Megan probably she got a, 157 million followers. Like, yeah. you know, they're at like 50 something million views right now on you, YouTube and the song. Yeah. That's that's Just why that one little walk up even if you don't that fuck with bitch, if you can get your money, if she can help you get more money, fuck you, the hoe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I what I will say the facts if facts. I could, if I could just rant <laughs> and rave a little bit about the cisgendered heterosexual males and respectable. Oh, that is what women have been all, like, all the cl- yeah. all the pearl clutching, all the pearl the clutching, like girl, girl. Well, wait, you know what pisses me off? These motherfuckers who are posting about how raunchy this song is and how they're not role models to young girls will listen to a tip drill, watch the video, repost all of that same shit. It's like, I mean, in the videos, we can take it way back. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Okay. Mm -hmm. LaBelle was given the goods. Okay. Hoeing out there. Yes. No, no. It was a whole home. I wasn't gonna say it was whole home, but I mean, they was working with the goods. I consider Owen being sexually. You know what I'm saying? They knew what they was doing. Yo, Tip Drill had people out here trying to slide credit cards and bitches. But here's the thing. So you you know, all these men talking all this shit, but you support male rappers that do the same thing for Mm -hmm. them or do it on the the male side. Well, um derogatorily talk about women in worse ways. Mm-hmm. These women talk about what makes them feel good, but you don't, these men don't respect the fact that women have their own sexuality and can own their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't revolve around their pleasure. And that's what most men don't understand is that because you want to get laid don't mean that she got to give it to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just because she want to get laid don't mean she got to want it from you. Exactly. Look, because if if some gay man hit on you the same way you hit on her, you would be offended. Oh yeah. Oh well, you you know that's a whole another conversation. Now, I'm not gonna be yeah, offended. Folks ain't re- ain't like, never you. ready to. I appreciate you objectifying my body. I did the work. Yeah, straights ain't never ready for that. Spe- speaking of people and the straights being not okay with gay things, I saw a tweet earlier yesterday that said that eating crab legs is gay. Oh, I saw that. That's trash. Like. Oh, no, no. What it was was my birthday meal and yeah. it was crab legs and the man underneath an anime was like uh, seafood is for females. Yeah. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, okay. 
Why is seafood for females? I don't understand this. How, first, <laughs> how is breakfast? How are appetizers? How Bitch, it's all food. It's just food. We can't hell. even eat. We got to starve ourselves. And, and you know what? Now my ass. Hey, y'all do. I'm So I will eat yeah. all that I can. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm about to go to. I'll take all my motherfucking naps. <laughs> figure something out. I'm sure we are. So <laughs> you just got me all hungry. <laughs> Girls, thank you so much for having this us. This has been absolutely yeah. wonderful. It's been good fun. Oh, well, before y'all hop on. Make off, sure I edit it. out all the cons- Please edit out that one thing I told y'all to edit out. Please edit it out. I'm going to try. I'm going to ask Christian. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Get on the as possible. No, 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 no. We'll revisit. Everything has got to be edited out. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. There's like five. Y'all that, know what it is. It is not. It is. It is oh, the that. non-negotiable thing. It is non-negotiable. No, I got you. I got you. Thank got you. you. That was the sixty-two minutes. We got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and and uh, plug y'all's Instagram, socials, website. Oh, yes. stuff before you can find us at the, the Blairisms. Just everybody follow Hashtag that. Blairisms. Everybody just the Blairisms. follow the Blairisms. Com. All of that. Blairisms, y'all. <laughs> Blairisms. They got some good. They got some good uh, quality stuff up on there. You know. Mm-hmm. Just, I own a few pieces. Oh, you do, girl? Okay. I do. <laughs> we appreciate the support. Christian has supported us from the beginning. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so cute. I've been friends with these people for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. family. The goddamn Corona, the, the interrupted uh, anniversary brunch. Yeah, celebrations. Mm-hmm. Christian is always at the birthday, the, the anniversary. Christian always shows up. Mm-hmm. Always, always. I just show up. You're just there. You just. Yeah. I'm showing. Fight it or not. Free. <laughs> it's so well, good to see you. So good, it's to, good to see you. Your face. And thank you for having yes, us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank whenever you. y'all ready to come back, if you have extra time and want to just shoot the shit about whatever you want to. Okay. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. We can just do a whole show about ranting. I mean, that's pretty much our show. Every that is week. our <laughs> various operandi. Yeah. All right. Again, Thank y'all so much. Love you guys. Eat. Check out the Savage Chats this afternoon and tonight if you can. Four and oh, absolutely. Four o'clock and seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to eat. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. I love them. Yeah, they're fan. Oh, they're fun. That's what I wanted to say. Not they're fan. They're <laughs> fun. All right. Is there anything that we need to talk about? into this Mm-mm. i'm okay. glad they were on because i definitely did not have a topic Ooh, speaking <laughs> of which i just looked at our uh google doc mm-hmm. of topics mm-hmm. girl what <laughs> we have evolved so much <laughs> have we though go like go look at the list okay we could do that after the show let's wrap up this yeah. show do you have a rant or rave that you need to discuss? No, my rant was going to be about um, the sexism holes and the misogyny. Whores, goodness, house. It's a Baltimore Club song. Frank Ski, whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Whores, whores. is a very Baltimore term. Whores. 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 You ask anybody from North Carolina, it's hoes. Okay, if you but see again, him point them out. If you see him point them out. Okay, but Sorry. you know the song again. The song is from Frank Ski. Yes, I it is know. a Baltimore club song. So the song is "Horse." Just because you motherfuckers can't hear and don't know how to pronounce the word "whore," don't mean the song is different because you don't know how to listen, bitch. I hate y'all. I hate you. 
Don't hate me because you don't want fucking listen, right? That's your motherfucking oh, fault, bitch. Um, but yeah, that was it. And then stupid ass crab legs being oh, that females. That's just so dumb. Look, bitch, I, if you don't want to eat them, don't eat them. I don't know. I don't understand how straight men, black straight men survive. Right. Like, y'all can't do shit. You Why? don't wipe your ass. You don't clean. <laughs> you can't eat nothing. You can't sleep. When the fuck would you do? Nothing. How do you nothing. survive? I can't. If so, tell me I can't take a nap. I'm a one, take a nap, and then be mad at you and but, fight you about but it again, afterwards. We're not straight. True that. I'm straight presenting though. Are I don't you? know. The more the more time goes along, like the less straight I, I become. Look, I'm, which is fine. I'm okay with. I'm it, trying to, to get you in a weed. Because the thing is, peace. I don't want to be associated with the straight people anymore. I don't. I don't know why I wanted to in the first past. First and foremost, there's no such thing as straight presenting. <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb mask <laughs> ain't shit not, nothing mask i'm sorry you took a dick in your ass and you're saying your mask okay um that's, that's pretty judgmental though yes but. absolutely shut your <laughs> shit down hole. um ignore her because she don't know what the fuck she's talking about in all right life. so you can find us at mixed reactions podcast on instagram hey uh, M-I-X-D underscore reactions on Twitter. Hey. The email is themixedreactions at gmail.com if you hey. want to send us um, questions, comments, concerns. If you want to be a guest news, on the show. want to be a guess guest. What? Have show all that fun stuff. Y'all, we, we trying to... I mean, we're going to work on getting the promotion out there and getting people on the show and stuff, but like... Even if you don't, bitch, we, we're here. We want I mean, to participate. I'm here. I don't know the fuck that bitch be doing. I'm always I'm here. here. I might not be here sober, but I'm here. She's never sober. Actually, She's today is probably so. Today is probably the most sober I've been in Lies. the past so, three weeks. <laughs> in the I last three weeks, we've, yes. We've never had a single episode where you were sober. <laughs> not a single yes, one. Yes. Where? I feel like we've had one. Go back and listen to all of them. You have never. Mm, that's too been much, girl. That's sober. a year. That's a year of, of listening. I ain't got Fantastic, time. bitch. We made it a whole year. We made it a whole year. I'm so happy We're in the season this. year two, whatever the fuck we will call this. Oh, yeah. I thought we were... Never mind. We're not going to do seasons because we're already, like, listed everything as episode one. So. It don't matter. Fuck. We can change. This year is two. our show. We can change what the fuck <laughs> we want to. we want. Yeah. Okay. So you can find Malcolm at Darnell's Journey. Anywhere. On everything. All the places. Um... Christian has a Twitter. He don't remember what it is or how to use it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Christian can be found at KaokeBoy24 on the Instagrams. Um, you know, you can wish us happy birthday since it is our birthday month. Yes. We are accepting nudes as gifts. Yeah. Specifically because it's our birthday month. If you see me on Scruff, just open up that album. Go ahead. Just send him your dick pics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole out. I do like ass pics too. I mean, yeah, who doesn't? But specifically, <laughs> Malcolm is open for a dick pic in the mouth and ass, all of them. Yeah. Yo, my birthday's coming up in two weeks. So. And he wants dick. He does. Yeah, pretty much. All right, y'all. <laughs> so this was fun. Yes, it was. Um, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, guys. Come back and visit. Like and subscribe on all the platforms. Thanks. Bye. Bye.